Vibes! BJ Armstrong, Mo Mootsy, the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K23. If you don't already, get your copy of the game through the link in the description. But today's a beautiful day. Another beautiful day, BJ. We're recording this fresh off another loss for the LA Lakers. A great performance from Russell Westbrook, I must say. You know, he's, he played his first five minutes of the game, went two from two from downtown, 12 points, two steals, few assists, couple boards. All these haters can have to eat their words. But anyway, BJ, how was your weekend, my friend? You know me. You know me. You give me another choice. It's all good. It's Same all answer. Love. It's Same all answer love. every week. So, you know, we've enjoyed a great start to the NBA season, right? We've seen great, exciting action. We've seen teams surprisingly good. We've seen teams that are not so good. We've seen breakout performances. But it's that time of the year. We're three weeks, we're three weeks into the season. And the injuries mm. are now starting to hit. So we got a few injuries to mm. talk about today. And I want to get your opinion on them and how they're going to impact the team. Now, the first one is the Phoenix Suns, where Cam Thomas mm. has a torn meniscus. Now, Cam this is Johnson. A, yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. It's been a long weekend. It's, <laughs> it's 1 a.m. on a Sunday night, you guys. You got to bear with me. Cam Johnson, my bad. Cam Thomas is on the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. But anyway, the Phoenix Suns, have got Cam Johnson, who they put in the starting lineup this season, to have surgery on his torn meniscus in his right knee. Now, this is a horrible problem to have, but for the Phoenix Suns, they could really do with someone like Jay Crowder being able to pop into the starting lineup and solve their problems. However, Jay Crowder has not played all season long because he is demanding a trade. So BJ, do you see how this injury is either going to force the Suns and Crowder to reconcile and get Crowder back on the team, or accelerate the timeline of them trading Jay Crowder for someone who can come in and fill that role whilst the fourth year forward is out because he contributes a lot in terms of spacing on offense, especially for players like Chris Paul and Booker who operate in the mid-range, Aiton as well on the inside. They need those floor spaces and bridges and Cam Johnson who shoot a great percentage from outside the arc to provide that spacing on the offensive end and the switchability on defense. He can hold his own against a few guys you know, having that switchability on the perimeter. What do you think the fallout from this injury is going to be? Ironically, I was just in a position to see the Phoenix Suns play live and watch their team and kind of watch what they do. And as long as they're making shots with their perimeter players, Cam Johnson, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, CP. You know, those guys, they're going to be fine. Now, this is going to be a this is going to be a huge loss for them. Why? Because of what you just said. They're gonna they're they're down a man now, but they're down two because Jay Crowder, who was the starter last year, is no longer there, and now they are forced now to go to their backup player who probably wouldn't be in their rotation. Well, I mean, Tory Craig can uh, step in. He's a, he's a solid Torrey player. Tory Craig, yes. But he's yeah, not, he's a he's solid not player. shooting that 40%. Like, I mean, you went to watch the game against the Timberwolves. Was that not the game where Cam Johnson came up with 29 points? Cam, Cam Johnson, is, he is playing the game as a small stretch four. That seems to be the formula for them in this group. Mm -hmm. You know, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, and then they do center by committee, right? They have, you know, Deion, you know, Aiton, Bismack Biombo was starting, and then they just kind Chuck of. Chuck Landell has been impressive. <laughs> yes, Dario Saric is back playing now, so they have a plethora of bigs to play and fulfill that, and and, and really give them good minutes based on how they want to play. You want to play small, you want to play big, 
you want to stretch the court. So they are fine there. However, I think this Cam Johnson loss, along with Jay Crowder, is really going to affect them because they're down two rotational players. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can make up for one, provided everyone else is healthy. Everyone can step their gain up. But now you've lost two really, really good players who are, you know, both of them in their own right, they're starter caliber players. Yes, yeah. And it, it fits for them. So I think this is going to be a problem for them. However, they do have veterans, CP3 and these guys, they seem to be able to plug in. But I think overall it's going to affect them because, as you know, Mo, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of the following. You need talent, but you need depth. And right now they're down two in their, in their, in their depth department right now. So I, I think it's going to affect them. However, they do have players. Hopefully, Tory Craig and these guys step up. Yep. You know, he's, he's they're going to need corner three shooter. I mean, he can get yeah, busy. Landry, Landry Shaman and Cameron Payne and these guys, they, they, these are good, good players, good NBA players, but they're not on the same caliber as those two. And I, I think it's going to affect them long term. But, you know, we'll see. I don't know what their schedule looks like. Hopefully, you know, Cam Johnson gets back. But I think it's going to really have some level of impact in the win-loss column. Do you think that there's any way that Jay Crowder and the Phoenix Suns reconcile and Crowder starts playing for the Suns again? He knows the system. I mean, he's got to get up to conditioning-wise. But do you think there's any way that he changes his mind now? You know, and, and, and here's my feeling when I was up there. I think they have reached the point of no return as far as the relationship goes as far as him returning back to Phoenix. And the reason being, I'll say this, is just get right to the point. It's about money. I don't think they are interested in particularly now with the situation that's going on with their ownership and the sale of the franchise. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there isn't the, there isn't an owner who can say, yes, let's sign him. I think right now they are positioning their team to be sold. Yeah. And financially for their books and for their business of what they're trying to accomplish off the floor and the sale of this franchise is much more appealing to the to the buyer, to the future owner to not have that contract on the books. And it's not about basketball at that point. So I don't I think they've reached that point. I don't think they're going to revisit that. And I think they're looking to move on from that and say, you know what, we're not going to even deal with that because I don't think he has any chance, but that's just what I see. He doesn't have any chance of re-signing back there for a long-term deal. Well, you know, to go from there to the other end of the spectrum, um, Phoenix, obviously throwing their hat in the ring. They caught off to a great start of the season. They're contending, but the Indiana Pacers have had a surprisingly good start to the year. They're four or five. I mean, I think that's impressive for them considering what we expected. But Chris Duarte right. is now out four to six weeks with an ankle sprain. He's obviously a bit of an older player for his second year in the league. Mm -hmm. but he's contributed well. Um, obviously, this accelerates the tanking process, or as, a, as you like to say, rebuild. Um, do you see this race to the bottom actually happening this season? Because all the teams have really looked kind of competitive in terms of the Spurs and the Jazz and the Pacers, who were the teams picked to be the bottom three worst teams. How long do you give it until, you know, the Spurs and the, the Spurs who are 500 and the J Jazz, excuse me, who are seven and three, 
until they try and bottom out. Because right now, Houston are at the very bottom with one and nine. The the Pistons and the Magic are two and eight, respectively. The Hornets are three and seven. How long do you think until teams just say, okay, cool, we've had fun this season. Now let's go and get Victor Wembanyama. Well, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, watching the first nine or 10 games or so that the teams are playing. And I'm just doing this off the top of my head. Without question now, Mo, there's, there has been and there is a shift in the NBA. The best players, let's say, over in the last four or five years, let's look at the impact they've made in the win-loss column, okay? Look at LeBron James and Anthony Davis, okay? Look at, um, you know, this Kyrie and KD situation. Mm-hmm. When you start looking around the league, there's, there's a shift now going on as far as the impact of what I would say the more experience or our stars. Yeah. And the reason that's important, and I'm saying this, Mo, is now we're seeing these young players, young inexperienced players having an impact, having an impact on the win-loss column in the first 10 games. I'm not so sure now that Utah, okay, you know, all right, everyone has a good week. I'm not sure sure Utah is not going to play this way for a portion of the season. I'm not so sure that the Indiana Pacers are a team that you're saying (laughs) is going to be at the bottom. I'm not so sure that these teams that we thought were going to be in the, the victor tanking mindset, OKC, these guys are making an impact these young players so i think mo the the league is shifting i think now this next generation and because the league is so young i think now we are fully after this year invested into the following here are the best players Giannis, Jokic. i mean look at the look at these players donovan mitchell look at donovan mitchell this guy now you're looking at you're looking at Cleveland going. He's putting himself in the MVP race. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Mo. You can see now that there's a new wave now coming, and when Victor comes into this league, it's brand new now <laughs> because you, um, Rudy Gobert and and these players, they're not having the impact that they once had. It's a changing of the guard. It's a changing mode, absolutely. And I think we have to get ourselves ready. So I've kind of really opened up to how I'm looking at this going, who are these young players? I mean, those young players for Indiana, they're not bad, Mo. I've I've been telling you about Halliburton. I've been telling you about Halliburton. He's yeah, that, a that, certified that baller. What's the young the the young kid from, from the University of Arizona? The young kid, he's 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 terrific. Um, um, the rookie, Benedict. Rookie, McCurry. yes. Yes. He's terrific. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Now I'm convinced this kid is for real. Uh-huh. You know, I've watched him now three, four games now. And I'm going, okay, this uh-huh. kid is for real. So, so at any, he's, they he's may up, not have putting, the experience. He's putting up 20 off the bench as a rookie. That smashes the current record. The current record is Marvin Bagley with 14 points. No, Ben Gordon, I think actually. Ben Gordon, rookie of the year, six, when, when he was the sick man, 15 points a game. If Mathuri keeps this up, he's going in the history books. I've watched this kid. 
I, he caught my eye in, in preseason, but watching him in the regular season, he's coming off the bench and he's doing this just on. T- so you're seeing inexperienced players now catching a rhythm where you didn't see that often, but you're seeing it more and more frequently. And what you're seeing the older players now, they don't have the impact like they once had on the winning, winning and losing in this league. So it's a changing moment. And I think we are here now and that's where we're at. Well, life comes full circle because Rudy Gobert is back in the health and safety protocol. Oh, as no. the first player who was when the NBA triggered COVID. I was listening to JJ Reddick's show. I don't listen to it that much anymore. Okay. Uh, but I was okay. listening to Donovan Mitchell on the JJ Reddick show talking about that night that the league okay. got shut down. And it was pretty interesting, the story that he had to tell, that they were just held in the locker room in Oklahoma City for, for hours and hours on end. And Chris Paul sent a bunch of wine and some meals to those guys. <laughs> and they were just right. drinking, saying to the guys, anyone who was on a team who had a cough or a cold, stay over there in the corner and don't come near us. So that's a, that a pretty interesting story. Uh, Rudy's back in the health and safety protocols. One uh, injury that's come up, is Pascal Siakam, who's going to be re- re-evaluated in a few weeks with a muscle strain, which is a shame because he was putting up great numbers. But I think this mm-hmm. is a great chance here for the Raptors, for OG and Scotty Barnes in particular, to really continue to step up in doing what they're doing and let this team grow. Because I keep watching this Raptors team and I think like, they're a really good team. They're once right. again in a position where they're just like one piece away. But this time, I don't think that one piece has to be from Kawhi Leonard or someone of that caliber coming in via trade. I just think either Scotty or OG or one of these guys has to take the step up or Siakam continue to build on what he did earlier this season. And then once you get a bona fide star on that team, then they're really going to be a difficult matchup in the playoffs, especially given the, the way that they play basketball. But speaking of that, that Raptors build of, you know, like we always talk about it, the, the athletic defenders to get out and run. The Orlando Magic sit at the bottom of the conference at two and eight. But I wanted to show them some love because they're two and eight. But every time I watch them, they're really competing. Like the game on Saturday night against the Kings where De'Aaron Fox scored a ridiculous buzzer beer from the logo. I don't know if you call that one. He scored a ridiculous buzzer beer from the logo in overtime. But the Orlando, who, I didn't do it. Who, who did that? Fox, Who's, De- De'Aaron Fox did that. Who? I couldn't hear you. Mo. Yeah. Did you say De- that one more time? De'Aaron Fox. Gave De'Aaron the, uh, Fox? He gave the, the, the team that I that I picked to go to the playoffs this year? I mean, that I mean, De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, yeah. He gave them their third win of the season to move up to 12th in the West. <laughs> so let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy that they traded, Tyrese Halliburton, and the, and the Pacers are seeing seventh in the East. But, but he hit an amazing game winner. But what I love to see was the Orlando Magic fighting until the very end and almost winning the game. It's not like they're getting blown out completely. Well, they're competing. And especially this kid, Paolo, it's like the game against the Warriors. Yes, I don't know if we spoke yes. about it on the show. We watch people yes. play against the Warriors and we say, yo, get on the block and post up Draymond. Draymond's a great defender. Don't get me wrong. But this rookie went in, caught the ball on the block a few times down the stretch and went to work against Draymond Green. I'm really impressed by the Orlando well, Magic. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games, but they're building the foundational steps in the right way. I'm I'm going to say this about the Orlando Magic. And, you know, they are a team. They are an impressive-looking team in the airport, first of all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you see this team up close with Bobo, 
and uh, what's the other the other big kid? Uh, Wendell. Mo Bamba. Oh, Mo Bamba. Mo, Mo Bamba. Wendell Carter. Paulo. And I want to stop right there. Wagner. Paulo. Okay. Great pick. Up until the draft, I really wasn't sure who the number one pick was. But this kid has a game. This kid has a body for the NBA. And great. That's that's great scout. That's why you scout is because up until about an hour before the draft, I don't think anyone knew who was the who was everyone, going to be the first. Everyone pick. thought it was going to be Jabari Smith. It was it's yes. weird because it was like Paolo, and then about two months before the draft, it's just Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith. And, and I think Jabari maybe Smith. the magic started leaking that kind of stuff to take the attention <laughs> away. But <laughs> but then you had you had Chet, you had Chet was in there. You yeah, know, yeah, he, he was, he was floating he was around the there. He ended up getting drafted second. So. But when you watch this kid, Paolo, he's got a game, okay? He's going to do nothing but get better and better and better. Now, let me, you know, talk to our, our, our listeners and talk to our audience because my, the audience knows it's our little secret that we have. You know I love the seven-footers. Yes. And Bobo right now, Mo, Bobo yep. has get- me so Every time the magic are on, the fans tweet me saying, yo, BJ's loving this. Or they're in the Discord server telling me BJ's hey, loving this. Join the Discord server through the link in the bio, by the way. Okay, I'm telling you. This kid, Bobo, he it, that's the future of the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. If he wouldn't have gotten hurt and somehow he would have been playing over the last two or three years, this kid is a talent. He's a, he's a real talent. Knock on wood that he stays healthy. I hope that this young man can just stay healthy because I want to see Bobo and Victor play against each other. And I want to get rid of the other eight players and just let those guys play on -on (laughs) one-on-one full court because that would be so fun and so interesting because that's the future of our league. This kid Bobo right now, he's, he's figuring out something. And at some point, him and Paolo at that position are going to be impactful enough to impact winning. You can see right now, they are competitive at home. They are competitive yep. at home now. Yep. Okay. They may not win, but you know what? When you go down to Orlando, you go, hey man, if we're not careful, they can beat us. Because Paolo and Bobo and Wendell Carter, Suggs, they're all capable. And they don't even have Mark Hill Fultz back. Suddenly, if they can just keep going, they can figure out something because Paulo has given them an identity. He is a nice, nice player. Okay. He's a really nice player. Great job by the, by the, by the magic staff down there. And then the wild card and all of this is, is Bobo. Mm-hmm. I get so excited with Bobo. I mean, Bobo is just a highlight waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's fun. He's exciting. And I'm telling you, Mo, if he can get through this season, Healthy. Oh my goodness! Watch out next year. Oh man, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving the magic. I'm I'm really having fun this season. Be when we keep up on the court and we talk about all these teams. Right. I'm having fun. I'm losing sleep, but I'm having fun because you know this is this is all types of crazy. I'm intrigued this week to see what happens with the Golden State Warriors because the Warriors have become the first team in NBA history to start 0 and 6 on the road after winning a championship the previous year. Yeah, They're on a five-game losing. To change your guards, Mo. Mo, it's 
the change of the guard. I mean, this is Mo. Think about this: Steph Curry, LeBron James. James I mean, Steph's Harden. been putting up ridiculous numbers, but it's just not getting them wins. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's what's the impact on winning and losing now? It's changing right in front of us. It's mm-hmm. changing on how you win in this league. It's just not putting up 25 or 30 points. I had the funniest quote this week. I want to end this with this. Did you see the quote from Giannis this week? It really made me laugh. What do you say? He goes, what do you say? I cannot have everything in life. I cannot be handsome, have beautiful kids, beautiful wife, great family, great teammates, great coaching staff, handsome again, athletic. I can't make threes too. God said, basically, you can't make threes. You can't shoot. I've got to keep you humble. <laughs> I got one more. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. But here's the thing. And I'll say it every year. But that three ball is coming. Oh, that three ball is... The, the one thing I've seen from Giannis this year, aside from the shooting, his bag. When we talk about bag, we talk about his handles, right? His handles have really improved. Are really like, improved. Yes. you know, if you do a great job of Giannis and you can slide your feet and somehow stay in front of him, somehow. Okay, cool. Well done. Now he's pulling out these heads. He's through the legs behind the back. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. You see, before we get out of here, Mo, before we get out of here, I watched, I watched the Saturday night. I watched your Boston Celtics in, yes. in yes. New York. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. A franchise record of threes. If I'm not yes. mistaken, every you, player you, who played hit a three. And it was... And, and, go ahead. I was to say that the, the the one that was very impressive is Brockton. Yeah. Malcolm Brockton was a good pickup. And you guys are gonna miss Danilo Gallinari. Yes. You're good, you're gonna miss that. I I but it was the right move. Yeah, that, that was the you you look at the team, you're going, God, if they had Danilo mm. and Malcolm back along with the time lord, mm. it's over. I, I was like, that that's that those were the right moves. Yeah. It was but Malcolm Brogdon. What a nice, nice the way addition that, to the team. Against, especially as the Knicks. Uh, the Celtics hit a franchise record of, what, 27 threes in the game. Previous yeah, record was 25. Kid, I can't think the kid. Sam the Hauser. Kid like four, oh, man. He looks he like shot. Gordon. When, when you're watching the game, you think it's Gordon Haywood, right? Because they, they look the was the but, kid. Well, he didn't hit the net that night. He but this is what just, I want to say about Brogdon is he gets two feet in the paint and collapses the defense, and he swings that ball right out to the corner. It's just beautiful to see. Like Derek White is great coming off the bench, but Derek White and Brogdon coming off the bench. Because, you could Derek just, White, Gallo would stay healthy. If Gallo, I, you know, I was thinking, how come they wouldn't consider Carmelo? See, I like I I wanted Carmelo on the Celtics all summer long. I think the Celtics should go inside Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard. That's what I want to see happen. Dwight Howard, just until Rob Williams can come back, just to protect the rim a little bit and save Al Horford's legs just a little bit. Okay? And Kamala Anthony, just a little bit of scoring. Just a little bit. Just, yeah, just uh, Mello, Mello, Yeah, yeah, Mello. You know, I was looking at, I was looking at, you know, listen, he played well in this game. Don't get me wrong, uh, the kid Blake Griffin. He played well in the game I watched. The kid. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. He, to me, he's a kid. But yeah. he played well. In that game. However, you know, I don't know because I don't think that when the time Lord comes back, he, I mean, he is without question the 
starter. But you don't want to have a log jam there. But those are good. If Danilo doesn't get hurt, he was the perfect player for that team. Yes. Yes. Shout out to the He really Celtics. was. I was like, yeah, I got to give the Celtics credit on that. That was a, that was, but I, but I, I'm really liking them. I like what they're doing. They're, they're playing a nice brand of basketball. I like their, they play faster. I do like that. They, they, they play much faster than they did a year ago. I can't tell whether or not they're defending at the same pace that they're, or the same style. That they're they not defending the same. Because the time, no, look, they're, they're well, not the time anywhere look, not, close to the same. And the offense well, has carried well, the well, wins. Well, you can't play that fast and expect to defend. So that that's unfair. That's unfair. Mm-hmm. But the time Lord is not there either. Yeah. So I, and, and now I'm, I'm sold on how effective he is as a player. So we've got an interesting week coming up in the NBA. Monday night tonight, every team is going to be in action. We've got 15 games. All 30 teams are going to be hitting the hardwood. The Celtics have got the Grizzlies, which is going to be an epic matchup. There's a few matchups to keep an eye on around the league. The Suns and the Sixers, you know, the Hawks and the Bucks again. We got a few, we got a few interesting ones. Luca versus the Nets is always fun to watch. But then there's no games on the eighth, election day or something, I believe, in the US. But then, BJ, do you know what's happening? Yes, on, yes, yes. Do you know what's happening correct. on the 9th yeah. of November? Yes. We're, what's we're happening? Voting. No, no, we're no. Voting. That's on the 8th. Oh, okay. What's happening um, on the 9th? This is bigger than the vote. I have no idea. It's my Celtics and your Pistons. Oh, head to head. Uh, head oh, to you head. You guys, you guys on are going to sleep birthday. on that. Yeah. Is that your birthday? Yeah. The ninth yeah. uh, ninth your yeah. birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh Mo. Yeah. So we, we gotta get birthday wishes w. out to you. Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> we just gotta take the W. That's all I care about. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to tell you, you put the call into Brad and tell the team to not let me down on this one. Because I can't turn up on my birthday and have you celebrate a Pistons win over my Celtics. That's what can't happen. Okay. It's gonna be a great week of basketball ahead of us. Make sure you guys do not go anywhere. Make sure you subscribe to the show, leave a review. Leave a rating. We're going to be here every morning, nice and early for you, bringing you everything you need to know from the world of the NBA. Hit the link in our bio to join the Discord server, join the conversation. Also, while you're there, get your copy of NBA 2K23, who support the show. Most importantly, over everything else, you know the vibes, get buckets.